0: Hello, welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast. My name is Hank and I am here with Ivy, also known as Plant Gal. Hi. (laughs) So good to see you. The first thing I always ask is, how did you get into sex work?
1: Oh man, I was thinking about this last night because obviously I knew that we were going to talk about this (laughs) Yeah. and I was was thinking about it. So I was being, this is, it's going to sound a little girl bossy, but Mm -hmm. I was being regular sexy on the internet just for fun, like not... Not, I- not even being so sexy, just regular, <laughs> regular sexy, just being regular hot, like going around, like being myself and a bunch of men started asking me for my nudes. Mm. I was regular. I was just chilling on Instagram <laughs> being myself. And then a bunch of men were like, where are your nudes? And Always. I was like, oh, <laughs> you're
0: like the right of my camera roll. Should I? <laughs> I was like,
1: do you, do you want them? And then I started individually speaking to people and, like, giving them my nudes individually. Mm. And then Would you charge them? Yes. Nice. Um, but I was upcharging a ton, obviously, because... Of
0: course. You didn't have an OnlyFans. You didn't, yeah, like, it's yeah, the first experience. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I was like, I honestly missed that a little bit because... But the reason I made an OnlyFans, honestly, is because I was talking to all of these guys, sending them my nudes, and I was like, I don't. I want a middleman, honestly. Mm, yeah, like, it's
0: a lot more work to do it yourself. Yeah, like private Snapchats and all that. It's hard. Yeah, because you're talking to them, getting them to pay for it, confirming
1: they paid for it, and then finally sending it. Yeah. So I just I I sort of just went with the flow. Like they asked me for it, and I I had taken nudes like for myself. Everyone or, takes nudes. Honestly, to be I was a I was a little thought I was posting <laughs> my like I was posting like semi nudes on Instagram. Same. Oh no, I would post like. And I could never get away with this on Instagram now.
0: What, like holding your titties and shit? I would
1: be like holding my titties or I would be like, I literally would do ones where I would take like a, a, a full nude and I would just like star out my nipples and my pussy. And I posted that on Instagram in high school. And Holy oh my shit. <laughs> Immediately I'm,
0: banned today.
1: No, seriously. <laughs> and I was, it really, um... It just sort of evolved from there.
0: (laughs) Like, naturally. Yeah. So when you first got on OnlyFans, like, what was your clientele like?
1: I started... Oh, my God. You're going to die. I started... One of the first things I ever posted was I was in college, and I did a burlesque as the grinch <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly iconic um i will send you i will include a photo please <laughs> um, do i painted myself entirely green <gasps> um
0: commitment I have a photo. to the bit
1: um i painted myself entirely green and I walked my friend on a leash as Max the dog. It was honestly. That's actually hot. It was a great number. Yeah. We did your, the original you're a Mean one, Mr. Grinch.
0: Wow. Like with
1: the deep voice. Like. So you were
0: doing like performative like you were like i'm gonna put on a fucking show yes that's kind of what i did too like i thought it was a whole i didn't realize people just cared to see whole. i was (laughs) like i need to do a dance i need to put on music i need to do all this stuff and like little did i know they don't give a fuck about that i mean some people do some
1: people do i don't know It, it really depends i think i did i have built a lot of my brand on like doing photo more like photo shoots kind of stuff i I, you know people love just a selfie as well Mm -hmm. which is
0: i uh, i controversial take i think they prefer like a selfie
1: they do prefer because it's like
0: oh girl like i this is a girl i would know like it's very casual whereas a photo shoot you're unattainable
1: yeah i do i i'm a photo shoot girly though no i love it it i really have a good time
0: um, and if you enjoy it, it looks even better.
1: Exa- I'm having a good time. I love doing a concept. I love doing mm-hmm. a wardrobe. It really <laughs> you brought
0: when we shot in New York, you brought like 77 outfits.
1: I have 77 outfits with me right now because <laughs> I'm going to a shoot after this. What are you shooting? Oh, photo shoot. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm going to shoot with my lovely friend Tomie and, um, Nico.
0: Nice. How, where do you get your lingerie normally?
1: It really all over. I do some vintage, Nice. um, Everybody does a little sheen, unfortunately. Mm. It's it's the sex work, bread so and fat, butter. It's the
0: we can only wear it six times. Right, you can only tired. wear
1: it so many times because people, yeah. unfortunately, people want to see you in new outfits 24-7. Sucks. Um, That's it's, why I love a
0: black lingerie. I'm like, yeah. you don't know that I just wore this two days ago. They don't
1: really. No, they don't know. Um, and...
0: Oh, you really painted your whole fucking body green. Yeah, I did. I wish you guys could see this in like a little Santa outfit, little honestly. I will send it to you so you can. (laughs) I'll. I'm gonna post it on my story the day I put it. Oh my god! How was that hard to shower off?
1: Um, I was green for a little while, but not for too long.
0: What's your most intense shoot ever been, as far as time, and afterwards as well?
1: Damn, that's a hard one. I Um, know.
0: Because I know, we're going to get into this later, but I, I know you're into, like, BDSM. You do a lot of yeah, stuff like that. So, yeah. like, do you have anything that comes to mind when I yeah, say that? Yeah,
1: I do. Oh, I <laughs> got <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I did one of my favorite kinky, fun, high-maintenance shoots was, I was a schoolgirl, and I had um, two nuns. Whoa. Um topping me, and they, um, shout out to Lucy Lovejoy, one of my lovely nuns.
0: (laughs) Lucy was on the podcast. Oh, actually, no, Lucy hasn't been on the podcast, but Steve was on the podcast. Oh, my God. So that makes me feel like Lucy was on the podcast.
1: (laughs) That's Steve's dom. Um, yeah, love, love Lucy. And we, uh, they were breaking rulers on my ass, like wooden rulers, and then, (laughs) <laughs> um, I was, the, <laughs> was. That's the start. Okay. That's the start. That's what they were doing. It, 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 they were like dollar store ones. Like. It but was, still. Yeah. No. It was fun. And, and everyone then, smacked
0: with the ruler. That shit hurts.
1: <laughs> and then, I was. I was doing it. And I'm. Preface by saying I'm Jewish. Mm, right? Okay. So I don't have the Catholic trauma. I just think it's sexy. Um, I love a nun. <laughs> but. I mean, we're here, we're doing the shoot. They're, they're beating the shit out of me, as per usual. <laughs> and, as you like. Yeah, as I like. And one of the nuns says, say a Hail Mary and we'll stop.
0: <gasps> do you know a Hail Mary? No, I do
1: not know a Hail Mary. <laughs> and they, they approached me with a cattle prod. And they said, say a Hail Mary or I'm going to prod you oh my god and i had no idea did
0: you improv i would be like hail mary full of grace that's the real thing the lord is with the
1: i I don't (laughs) know the rest i don't know the rest and i was raised catholic um yeah so i i they helped me through it eventually yes i got tased holy Um,
0: shit where what do you mean? Where? Tased in general, just on your body. Was yes. there a specific? There's part?
1: a. There's like a. Yeah, it was on my butt. I think. Okay. Um. There's a. It, it, it's. There's. It's like a, a zapper, or a cattle prod. It doesn't hurt as bad as it.
0: Don't even lie.
1: It's. I feel like. Do you have a high
0: pain tolerance? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so don't take that as advice. <laughs> do you think? So I mean, we can get into BDSM. What made you start getting into that? Was it something you were always interested in?
1: It was something i was curious about for a long time but then i i really didn't i started exploring it when i met more so when i started doing sex work because i was like interacting with people who i felt safer doing it right like i dabbled in it a little bit easier to explore your kink in a safe space right but they're like you know when i started doing sex work i was working with professional doms right so i was able to feel a lot right, not more, just like
0: a boyfriend that like right. is like let's try some bds sure and i
1: had done that too yeah but i like when i started doing sex work i was able to like experiment in a more controlled environment mm. and i was doing it for fun as well but a lot of the people that i play with are sex workers right um for kink stuff Not always, but a lot of them, and especially in New York, I think, like lifestyle kink overlaps a lot with the sex work community, especially like the dom community. What does that mean? Um, just that like a lot of people who a lot of professional kinksters in New York are also lifestyle kinksters.
0: Oh, I see. And will you explain for people who don't know what the difference between both of those things are? Sure.
1: Just professional is like if you're a dominatrix and you're doing kink for money only, and then lifestyle would be like if you're doing it. In your free time for right. funsies. yeah, um, for, for freeze. <laughs> for freeze. Um, I do both. I mean, and you can you can be lifestyle. I mean, if you're a sub, you could be lifestyle, but be paying a dominatrix, right? So that would be right. sort of so um, the line the lines can overlap exactly, which is why like it can be complicated and just a lot of the community and like the play parties and stuff I go to in New York. Um, there's a lot of like sex workers, dominatrixes. what's a
0: explain what a play party experience is like i think uh, this is an interesting topic that a lot of people want to know more about and like want to hear experiences about so like the more details the better
1: um yeah um it really depends i i go to like a lot of levels of parties of fetish fetish to full play right there's on one end of the spectrum there's like you're just wearing lingerie and you go to the club and dance that's Mm. the thing that i do um and maybe there's spanking at the club um, possibly no there's definitely spanking at the club um shout out to my friend Ruru, who spanks me at the club i spanked some <laughs> random man
0: in china at a club they brought out like a little like paddle and were like who wants to get spanked you're gonna spank him and i was like okay
1: yeah um definitely like when i go there's like a fetish a fetish party can have impact and stuff and be pretty light still be like still a dance party But then it can range all the way to, like, full sex party, which I also attend. And it is fun. I have so much fun.
0: Full sex party is, like, people are having sex in rooms and, like, there's eligible suitors around.
1: Yes. (laughs) it's Usually there's, like, depending on the space that you're in, usually there's, like, a designated spot for chilling and then a designated, like, floor or room. Is there, like, an
0: entrance STD sheet you need or is there anything like that? There
1: isn't. It really depends on the party. I think, you know, a lot of what we do is on our system, mm. sort of just like sex work. Like you need to be taking care of yourself and making sure that you're accountable for your own sexual health. Right. Um, it's encouraged a lot of the parties to like check on people's like tests show. before you have sex yeah. with them. But there's no, I've, I have rarely go to parties where there's like an entrance test. Mm. COVID, yes. STIs, no.
0: Whoa. Yes. I guess. That's so, that's surprising to me.
1: Yeah, I think – I mean, for example, if it's like a smaller play party, like if I've had like a personal thing, mm-hmm. yes, me and my friends will all trade tests, so nobody yeah. has to look at anything and we can all just be chilling.
0: Like we just show up and you're like, oh, we're all safe. Right.
1: Yeah, But that's, that's especially because – in that smaller scenario, we're probably all having sex together. Mm. It's like a more personal orgy and situation. And like
0: more sex parties are more not like orgy. It's more it like... It can
1: be an orgy, but you're not going to be sleeping with... There can be 50 people there. You're not going <laughs> to sleep with every single person necessarily. Respect
0: if you can, but that, mean, that would be...
1: Yeah, so it's... You You check on the people that you want to play with because you are not even... You don't have to have sex. You don't have to go and have sex. Like I've mm. definitely gone to play parties and eaten snacks, smoked my weed or whatever <laughs> and just like chilled. Right. Um...
0: What how do you know when you're like this is a person I want to sleep with? Is it a vibe or do you have a type?
1: It's a vibe. I don't have a type someone <laughs> someone asked me about this recently and they were like, "Your type is all over the place." Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm equal equal opportunity fucking. <laughs> I like I like everybody." It's valid. <laughs> um as a bisexual, but not a binary bisexual. Mm. Just you know, you know. Yeah. That's a huge misconception, I feel. What? Bisexual meaning like That you believe in the gender binary.
0: Oh, you know, on before I came out as a lesbian, there was a lot of like discourse about pansexuality versus bisexuality, and I know a lot of people get mad one way or the other. Yes, it's like if you identify as bi, you believe in that, but if you identify as pan, you're saying that bisexual people can't believe in it, and it's like a whole discourse. It is
1: definitely a discourse. I identify as bisexual, but I always like to clarify that it doesn't mean that I believe in the gender binary. It's just a term that I.
0: It's comfortable for you. It's just
1: a comfortable term that I. Well, yeah. I think
0: sexuality is like something that it's supposed to be for ourselves, right? Like coming out is now turned into so that other people can be more comfortable with you. And in reality, it's all about figuring out yourself, And it, it's fluid. It can change. It can stay the same. It's, it's very personal. It's true. But now with online discourse, it's like, well, this means this and exactly. it, and it's hard to like please a lot of people. Exactly. Right.
1: Yeah. I consider myself bisexual, but. I like everybody. Come on. Have the- you been out
0: as bi for a long time?
1: Yeah, I have since since college. Mm. So, mm, I, I you know, it's funny. I never really came out. I just started dating women.
0: Mm. That was how I never came out as bisexual either. I was just people were telling me that I was that.
1: Yeah, I just like.
0: And then I was like, wait, I think I'm a lesbian. That's <laughs> the whole, I came out, but it wasn't like a it yeah. wasn't like a hey, guys, I'm doing a whole come out. Yeah, It was like, this is more comfortable for me. Sure.
1: No, exactly. That's what I... I didn't even... Um, to, kudos to everybody in my life, including my parents. I just started mentioning that I was dating women, and everyone was like, okay. Like, Maybe they knew that I was sense. gay secretly before. <laughs>
0: your parents are supportive of your lifestyle? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Hard question, I know.
1: Um, my parents... My mom thinks that I do nude modeling,
0: Mm, which is fine. I mean, that's kind of true.
1: It's not untrue. Right. I definitely do. Definitely do do (laughs) nude modeling.
0: You're not wrong. (laughs) It's just like to what
1: extent? Exactly. Um, I just like don't think that she needs to know. I agree. Don't ask. Don't tell kind of vibe. Right. She knows that I'm taking care of myself and that's enough for both of us. The nude modeling. Oh my God. This is, this is a horrible story. (laughs) I want to hear it. Oh my God. Okay. The way that my mom found out that I was doing next work. <laughs> Let's get <into> it. <laughs> Shall we begin? Oh, Here I am. We're having a fight. I <laughs> had to move back home during the pandemic. Because mm. there was a lot some complication with my to. housing just yeah. for a little while. So I was staying with my parents. Um, and I wanted to move out. I was making money. I was like, damn, I could leave now. Mm. I have money. I do my job. Great.
0: I work. I yeah. work now.
1: I was working. I was like literally making porn in my parents' house, but um.
0: You gotta do what you gotta do yeah, sometimes. I, During
1: the pandemic, so they were. Home I was. All but, the time. I
0: I was making porn in my old room with my roommates home too. Cause like we couldn't leave.
1: No, you literally can't do anything. You I can't was just li- quiet with it. I was like. Uh. No, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, I gotta
0: be quiet. There's people in the other room. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I was literally making. My mom, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does she follow you on instagram
1: no oh my okay she so does you're not, fine she does not have she doesn't follow me on social media but this is how i'm getting okay so here we are i'm like i want to move out and she's telling me you don't have any money and then it just sort of came out what'd you say i was like i do have money i work i work i don't remember exactly what i said anyway it ends up she did know, because I've been plant gal since high school, actually. Mm. So, that was your, like, Instagram name? Yeah, it was my Instagram name in high school. I changed it, like, junior year of high school. I've been plant gal for a long time. It was just who I was. Even, like, like what in my civilian regular life, people were calling me plant gal. Mm. Like, they were making fun of me, but look at them now. They Everybody knows now me Now they're so.
0: subscribing. Exactly. exactly. And
1: it's a catchy name. Exactly. Um, people would people were roasting me all the time being like haha plant gal I was like okay my brand is awesome so what's your problem
0: same with me with Hank I yeah. was like okay you remember
1: my name though literally I love to be like do you know Hank <laughs> I love to say that to people and I told people I was coming on this podcast and they were like oh, like, what are you doing? And I was like, yeah, you know Hank. <laughs> I love <laughs> to say that. It's so funny to me.
0: <laughs> no, I've also had it since high school, though. Like, before even high school. Really? Yeah. You were
1: also Hank for yeah. a long time. Wow. For a
0: lo- like, my friends at home
1: call me Hank. Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah.
0: Classic. Look at us. Look at <laughs> us changing
1: our childhood monikers. No, literally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was just convenient for me. I don't like change. I no, don't, I, li- I I don't like I was already change.
1: playing Cal. People knew me. People in my circles knew me. They were making fun of me, but now they all know me. Exactly. So,
0: it worked out. The um, long game.
1: Anyway, so here's my mom. I tell her I have money and I can move out. And she was like, where did you get it? I was like, I work online. Somehow she knew that I was playing Cal because that was yeah. what I've been to since high school. Somehow she gets on my free OnlyFans. And oh, no. It was the pandemic. I was early doing sex work. I've been doing sex work since about 2019, like right before the pandemic hit. hmm 'Cause I did my Grinch Burlesque um, in <laughs> that December.
0: The Grinch Burlesque was everything. <laughs> it was
1: everything. Um, and she goes on my free only fans. And at the time I was I was being wild. I had a pinned picture of my pussy. Mm. Like raw. I mean like my raw pussy valid, on but my like, free only fans. Oh, I see. Um, and my mother <laughs> witnessed it's actually a great picture. <laughs> and I have a portrait of it in my house. I had an artist, I commissioned. It's mm. really awesome. Shout out to Genital Electric. They do like neon like style. The name. Oh, I'll I think sh-
0: I've se- I think I've seen a picture of it. Um, have I? Maybe,
1: have you posted
0: that picture anywhere? Maybe a long time. I ago. feel like I've seen it.
1: Um, yeah, it's this great picture of my pussy, <laughs> and it's like done in like a neon style. And I have a big print of it in my house now, actually. Um, but my mom logs onto my free OnlyFans. She sees it's there's literally a dildo in my pussy like it was oh my god it, it wasn't was,
0: just like oh this was boudoir no
1: it was not it was a close up picture of my Fuck, pussy with a dildo in it and she saw it so I don't know why she thinks I do nude modeling
0: what did she say did she like I she...
1: don't she was so upset. <laughs> we've gotten past it and she's very supportive of me now and that conversation I can't imagine that conversation honestly I don't even fully remember what she said because I must have trauma blocked you blo- you
0: blacked out I
1: blacked out during that conversation she was like is this your pussy I was like no she didn't say that but that's how no that I must mean have been exactly what, what she else could she have said yeah
0: who is this on your page um
1: so yeah I no longer have my pussy on my free only <laughs> that's <fair. laughs> It's like that.
0: I respect anyone with a free OnlyFans because I'm lazy, and it is a lot of work to have, too.
1: It is a lot of work to have, too. I don't keep up with it as well as I should, but I'm about to spend a lot of time.
0: I was thinking about it, too, but I wish, don't you wish you could, from your paid OnlyFans, like, transfer it to your free without having to re-upload everything?
1: I think it would be really nice to be able to, they would never listen to us because they have horrible but
0: horrible even is is things are things happening with you with like them i'll like send out a message to something that has a tag on my thing and they're like tag needed and i'm like
1: this already has been tagged me too they're like trying to take down everything yeah they are trying to take down everything um yeah i've had the same problem stuff that has already been like releases have been done for it Mm -hmm. and when i sent it out again they're like hey, From the vault, not re uploading. Yep. From I would understand if I had re uploaded it, but mm-hmm. it was from the vault. So why are you doing this?
0: I have a theory that they're like slowly just trying to ban sex workers, just very slowly. Which I know remember last time, like it doesn't work because people will stop using the platform. But they're they're trying to really badly. Like i re- I'm like, what did we do to you besides give you money? A lot of money. So
1: much money. And you know what? They don't even use it for anything helpful.
0: No, they don't hire
1: good customer service people. No.
0: No, at all. No. Like, they get 20% of everything we make. I make a dollar, it's actually 80 cents.
1: Yeah. So. It's a huge cut as well.
0: I didn't realize until I looked at, like, what I would have made if they hadn't cut. And I was like, this shit is stupid. It's so stupid. And they, well, because if they used it for good, or, like, if it took out taxes, or if it did anything, I would be like, okay, no, for nothing. I agree. But it is nice, like you said earlier, to not have, like, to have a middleman, do you use Fansly more than OnlyFans? I do.
1: I, shout out to Fansly. I've um, heard it's better. I love them. They're so, so sweet. I have to say. Like. The customer service? They sent me to AVN. Hmm. Um, shout out to Fansly. That was awesome of them. They comped me, like, it was money to go to AVN. $350 for a creator ticket.
0: Damn.
1: Um, which is.
0: That is crazy.
1: Expos is free for creators. Oh, nice. But AVN costs three hundred and fifty dollars
0: You went to... So, Fansley's is awesome. We know that. Fansley
1: is so awesome. They had a great booth. They invited me to sign. And then I ended up getting sick before my signing time. And they said to me... I told them, obviously. I said, to hey, I can't come tomorrow. I'm not feeling well. And they said, we will put you right at the top for our next convention.
0: That's so nice. Like, I will Only put, Fans could never... No,
1: literally. They were like... And Only Fans did not have a booth at AVN. What? But Fancy had a whole booth. They were really nice to us. They gave me snacks, water, Advil, a tote bag, a hat.
0: Honestly, it sounds like the bare minimum, but that's huge in this industry.
1: No, but like they were just being very cute, and they were trying to take care of me. They had a creator lounge, and when I started to feel not so good at the convention, I went to them, and I said, hey, do you have snacks or something or like water? Actually, I didn't even ask for that. I was sitting in the creator booth. And they were like, hey, do you want some water, snack, Advil? I was like, yeah, I do. Oh,
0: my God. So how was your AVN experience?
1: I had so much fun. What does AVN stand for? Adult Video Network.
0: Right. So they have, it's basically like, I was trying to explain it to my civi friend. It's like porn star Grammys. (laughs) Like, it's not, but it's like pretty much the biggest porn awards, would you say?
1: I would say. I'm trying
0: to think if there's anything bigger.
1: No, I, no shade to Expos, but I think AVN technically Well, is. I'm not
0: shading Expos, but I think they have way more people who yeah. go to it.
1: Um, yes, it was really fun. Honestly, I was able to meet so many people who I probably would never have seen all in one place. I got to meet some of my heroes. Shout out Thong Rhea. Um She knew who I was, too, and I was so excited. You shit yourself. Um, I did shit myself. She was like, I went up to Thong Rhea and she was like, oh, my God, play Gal. I was like... See, plant gal. Ex- first of all, yes. Now...
0: Look who- at those fucking high school haters. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Look at them now. She knows who I am. Exactly. Um, and I love... I love the work that she does with Spectrum. Bungria um, runs Spectrum's social media, Spectrum oh. Boutique. Oh, okay. They're, I'll show it to you. They're really cute. They do a lot of, like, inventive dildo.
0: Like dragon?
1: No. <laughs> you'll see what I mean.
0: Okay, I want to see. Um, Spectrum... Did you have any, did you meet anyone that you've always wanted to meet there?
1: Yes. So many people. Number one, Thongria, for sure, (laughs) because I love her. I also met, I've just met so many of my friends who I know from online Mm. for a long time, or like, which I'm really excited. I met Lotus Lane. I don't know if you know who that is. She's awesome. I met a bunch of people from Pineapple Support, Mm. which is really cool. Yeah um
0: they're having like a wellness thing i know i was thinking
1: of going i might
0: go too i, I was to thinking about up.
1: it my problem is that i really should be working while i'm here i feel i don't know if i'm gonna be like ready to relax yeah. if that makes sense it does you have to like do a certain amount of work on your work trip to be able to, no, be ready I, what, to relax
0: i mean i think it's so funny like because a lot of people like i was on live earlier and they're like what do you even do for work and it's like so hard to explain like if you're on a work trip it's like you're just doing so much you're doing... Yeah. I can't even put it into words. Like, you're meeting with people. You're even getting lunches, and then maybe you'll shoot later with someone, and maybe yeah. you're getting tested, and you're doing photo shoots, yeah. and
1: pinning, and queuing, and it's just like... Yes, here I am. It is 9.36 in the morning. <laughs> you're and sitting in my living room. And after this, I'm going to go shoot. Right. I brought all my little lingerie in their individual little bags. it around. Bags. Oh, my God. Um, so and, good. And... Um, yeah, pro tip for sex workers: put all your lingerie in individual plastic bags.
0: I started doing that. It's after. wasteful
1: a little bit, but I reused the bags for like years. Well, I
0: use like I had so many bags because I don't I you don't use leave... like
1: cloth bags. Well,
0: I I use some cloth bags and like some laundry bags, but I also had a couple of
1: <gasps> This is the vibe. You'll love it.
0: Oh my god! Awesome, yeah, so send you me can their them.
1: their Instagram. That that's is Longria's cool. work. That's cool. She's doing fun, really fun like yeah, sex that's... toy ads. That's
0: cool. I'm like kind of in a sex toy rut. Like they're boring me right now and I don't branch out because I'm like, if I use it five times, people get bored of it. So I'm like, I don't want to spend a lot of money on it, but also I should. Interesting. It's such a weird thing. Um, It depends on what it is though. If it's something I know I'm going to use for a long time.
1: It really depends. I'm, yeah, I, I love a good, I know I haven't been buying sex toys for myself either because I do a lot of toy influencing as well. Mm. So I get free toys. Nice. A lot of the time, which is great. I love to try new stuff and I love I love to be in. Do you have a PO box? I don't.
0: They just send it to your house? Yes. I've been that's why I haven't worked with people because I'm scared of giving them like worked with companies, not people. No, no. I'm no. always scared. I'm like, don't know my address.
1: Most of the time I think it's fine with a company. Like I've worked with I have a campaign with lovers coming out.
0: Lovers. Um,
1: which is the Playboy sex toy brand. Yeah. Um, really cute. I'm very excited about it. That's cool. Um and I've done stuff with a couple other brands while wow, they're all flying off the top of my head right it's now. It's so hard to
0: think when you have like a microphone in front of you. Um,
1: but I, I, yeah, I do some sex toy influencing and I really like it. They just
0: send them to you for free? Yes, they do. Do you do a sponsored ads and stuff? Yes, I do. What are your rates normally, if it, you don't mind me asking? No,
1: that's fine. It really depends, um, depends on the kind of thing. I have a rate sheet. I honestly forget off the top of my head. A reel is like, four fifty, nice or like five hundred something around that. Like reels and static posts cost more than stories. Yep. reels cost the most. Static posts cost less, and then stories and then are stories cheapest. Stories are the cheapest, right? Because they just. Well, I
0: find a lot of us like a lot of people in this line of work. If they like the company enough, they'll do it for free because they're like, I would have bought this.
1: I've definitely done ones where they've just given me the toys, but I sometimes also get paid. I do prefer to get paid as well. Um, I think everyone prefers to get paid. But I'll take the toys like they're fun.
0: When did you start? So when you, when a lot of people get into sex work, they like do it because it flows or they want the money and stuff. But when did you start realizing like, oh, I have to evolve my brand and keep doing things to keep making money?
1: I, you know, I started because I started with the Grinch. I did a couple photo shoots right at the beginning. all <laughs> goes back like, to the Grinch. It all starts. No, I'm serious. That was like one of the first. No, I get forays, it. Forays. And mm-hmm. I, I did a, bur- like the burlesque was just a burlesque club at my college. It wasn't like, I wasn't doing that for money. Right. I really did it just for fun. Mm-hmm. But then I took pictures with my friend and I put them on my OnlyFans. That was like one of the first posts I made. And I did another pretty extravagant birthday shoot where I sat in a cake um, and that was another one of the yep. first shoots I did. So i sort of, I started off doing pretty like high production stuff just because I really want, like, that's the kind of thing that is fun to me.
0: Yep. Like when you have to do a whole thing for it, that's um, fun for me too.
1: I love a big <laughs> shoot, a big concept. I yep. think it's so fun. Um, I like to get messy sometimes, like not all the time, but it can be really fun. And the big concept stuff is like really what. Not that I don't enjoy making sex tapes. I actually love to make sex tapes, but I love a big concept.
0: Yeah. So well, it feels like an ordeal. It's yeah. like I'm doing something.
1: It's really fun. Um,
0: but do you like, because for me, I remember like it was like really exciting when I first made it and like I was into it and a lot of people were like, oh, what are you doing? And then it kind of like went plateaued down. And I was like, now how do I keep evolving and advertising to make money?
1: Yeah, I have changed some stuff I've like added a bunch of things since I started. Like what? Um, TikTok.
0: It comes up, but it's valid.
1: I hate. I am sad about TikTok. I know it's one of those things you gotta do though.
0: Seven accounts And counting, baby. No, same. This um, is my longest knock-on fucking wood. It's
1: knock-on everything. <laughs> this
0: this is my longest-standing account because I've given up with. Trying to be hot.
1: Yeah, you're just posting. I'm just posting. But I think people. I saw your your like no spend November. It was mm. very interesting to me. Thank you. Um, well, I just
0: start doing things that I was already gonna do. Yeah. And I'm like, I could vlog this. Like everything is. No, content. I think
1: I think vlogging is honestly like kind of the wave of the future. Mm. Um. People want to feel connected. Exactly. I think vlogging is the way of the future not that thirst traps are over they're not Thirst traps
0: are dead you heard it here. no they're
1: not but vlogging in fact i'm gonna vlog this right now <laughs> <laughs> um i just think that people want to get to know you and the root ooh, let's get into the philosophy because that's yeah. seriously like, i really believe that the the root of sex work is connection, right? Yeah. Emotional connection. I mean,
0: that's the root for every fucking thing. Sure. Friendships, relationships. Exactly. Work.
1: The the obviously sexual satisfaction, huge thing. Totally, totally valid. Mm-hmm. Very much a huge part of it. Especially on OnlyFans, mm. these people want connection with me, yep. or you, or they want connection with the person that they're speaking to. Yeah. And that. A lot of the times when I'm talking to guys on there, you know, it's kind of therapy vibes. Like oh, it's
0: always it's naked therapist. Yeah, sometimes, always. same with the ship club.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely you know I'm sexting and I'm but and we're we're coming. But sometimes they're telling me sad stuff.
0: <laughs> Mine's mostly sad stuff. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot of coming and well, actually that's not true. Obviously, I make content that people come to all the time. But yeah, like yeah, you do. <laughs> but people are like.
1: In fact, I was just watching our sex tape. I didn't <laughs> see
0: it is sexy people are like today at work this thing happened and I'm like you know what you need someone to talk to that you trust because I don't know any of your fucking friends I don't know your workers I don't know anything about you and it's just like a safe space for people actually my therapist talks about that a lot about how providers are very important for like the ecosystem of human connection yeah it definitely is especially people who are I mean there's people who are so scared to leave their house which is so valid and like there's a lot of mental things that go on and it's like sometimes they just want to talk to a person
1: I agree. Um, yeah, naked therapist is really the—that's the vibe. That's my true job title. Yeah, I no, would I say agree. It, you know, we can we can say lots of things about what our job title is, but naked therapist kind of sums it up. Therapist. No, but, I got it. <laughs> the <laughs> vlog. It not have to vlog for like, and then I'm gonna vlog you. Okay. <laughs> Just I've I've been trying to do right. I've been trying to do more lifestyle content, mm-hmm. and honestly, it's been really fun. I got some advice from a, a lovely creator. I was on a call with them and they said, you don't talk so much anymore. You used to talk a lot. Like you used to tweet about stuff, mostly about sex, but that's okay. That's still talking. Um, sure. You used to like share your opinions and your thoughts and stuff on Instagram and Twitter. And I've so noticed that you stopped doing that. We were having a meeting about mm. my socials. And they said, you should talk more. Like, you have stuff to say, and you're fun and funny, and you should talk. And I have been. I've been talking my shit on the internet. <laughs> Is um, it working? Yeah, I'm having a good time. Yeah. I will say that, like, things that re- – so to answer your question, things that invigorate me to keep making new and exciting content, definitely doing photo shoots, mm. um, doing the photo shoots with a big concept brings me – a lot of joy, and I love a big concept. I love a fun background. I love coordinating the outfits. So that inspires me to keep doing things new, that stimulate yeah, you. Yeah, new and different stuff. And then also, sharing my thoughts has really invigorated me, which mm-hmm. I know is kind of silly and basic, but it has been really fun. To I like And like fun. I vlogged, for example, I, and I've been vlogging the silliest things, not even vlogging necessarily, but, but, but just posting on my Instagram story saying I'm watching this or whatever. Mm. And people have been responding to it, like not just fans, no. like my friends from the industry, yeah. like posting stuff has actually brought like I was watching me and my roommate watched every Harry Potter over Christmas mm. for fun. Yes, we hate JK Rowling. I, Harry Potter was my childhood. I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. Um, it's, compl- it's a complicated issue that we're not going to get into on this <laughs> it's podcast. It's a whole debate. Yeah, it is. Um, and I was posting, I was posting, I did a series of kink moments in Harry Potter, kink-coded moments (laughs) in Harry Potter on my story. (laughs) I mean, interesting. honestly, I had so much fun, like, just being silly. And people were responding to it, my friends, my fans. We had conversations about Harry Potter.
0: I mean, again, it makes people feel connected to you. Exactly.
1: So I think a little bit, like... Something that has definitely helped sweep me through i had a I had a rough spot for a while. I was just feeling kind of down mm-hmm. feeling like I it's needed something nif- different to do, you mm-hmm. know.
0: It gets m- like mundane. It's yeah. like, oh, this again. I'm waking up. I'm taking a shower. I'm posting my asshole. Like I'm, oh god.
1: And thinking about yourself is really tiring. Mm-hmm. I would
0: say. It's- well, ta- like seeing our bodies in every angle on yes. camera, and then yes. picking which is your favorite, yes. and oh, it's just it's, it's, it's tiring. Yeah, it is. It's brain rot for it, sure. It's
1: definitely brain rot. Um, yeah.
0: Now that you're recording me, I'm not going to be able to talk normally. We're filming a vlog right now, but we are on the podcast. It's They're going to listen to this and be like, what is this No, I, just took, I just took
1: a little clip yeah. for like a, a, come on me with pigs yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. Come <laughs> on me with pigs. <laughs> you can't get it out.
0: How do you feel though? There's a debate about this and I kind of feel neutral, but stronger to one side is like a lot of sex workers are like, you shouldn't post your your um, hardships. Your fans don't give a fuck about that. And then other people are like, you should be posting everything. People want to be close to you.
1: I am a, kind of a private person. So, yes, I've been sharing my thoughts. I have been posting. You know what? I have been posting my hardships. I wasn't for a while because I honestly didn't feel like talking about it with anybody. And sometimes that's valid. Sometimes that you're is going valid. through stuff that you don't feel like posting. I
0: am not a good communicator when I'm upset.
1: But... I did post, like when I got sick at AVN, I posted about it. And then I broke my laptop. I had a really bad week. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: the Vegas curse. Seriously,
1: um, it was my first time in Vegas too, and I'm scared to oh, go back. Oh shit! Vegas um, is
0: draining. I leave and I'm like, it was crazy. I feel like an 80 year old man. Even from
1: New York, I felt that it was crazy. No,
0: there's something in the air in the casinos.
1: It's really. It, it was COVID. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Even before COVID, like <laughs> I, I swear to God. Well, I know they like pump more oxygen to like keep you awake yeah. longer. And like the, really? yeah because they want you to gamble more to make more money.
1: That's crazy.
0: Dude, I yeah, like I the light and the music. when I was
1: at AVN. I was in one the first day I went, I went to the convention center. There's no obviously there's no windows. Oh, so little trapped box. It was very weird. I was there for like solitary uh, confinement vibes. I was there for like 7 hours and I didn't even see I was there until, like, 11 p.m., and I thought that it was, like, 2 p.m. because there was no...
0: You can't see... Because oh, you can't
1: see anything yeah. out. So I was like, oh, I live in the twilight zone of the porn convention.
0: That's the vibe. And um, so much stimulation. But it was
1: so fun. Yeah. I was sad I got sick. I would do it again. If you met me at AVN, hey.
0: I had... Hey.
1: <laughs> um, no, I had so much fun. I got to meet so many awesome people and make lots of new friends.
0: No, it looked really fun. I, I just, Very like, don't though. like big crowds of people. I and get awkward.
1: It was a lot um but it was really really fun but Vegas was a lot for me even <sighs> being from New York I was like scared I was definitely scared definitely going to a porn convention in Vegas craziest thing I've ever done for sure really
0: Not no you've done crazier, You're right did. but
1: it's in a different way it's just something that's very out of my usual comfort zone I would say
0: well th- I want to talk about this because you are really good at squirting <laughs> side a side story what do you, what is your squirt routine?
1: Oh my God. Come okay. on, give it to 5 us. Five million gallons of water. I don't drink Pedialyte or anything, just water. Mm. Totally fine. Just drink a lot of water. And I will say, here's how it all went down. Okay. And I wish I had a better technique to tell people because I, I sort of just, I went so ham on my vagina until I learned how to do it. Here's mm. what happened. I was visiting my lovely friend, Emma Magnolia, <laughs> and I saw Emma Magnolia squirt. And I was like, that's crazy i need to learn how to do that Mm. right now um so then i went home and yes and i actually just like went so crazy on my clit Mm. until i did it and it was like a lot of overstimulation i think was the first way that i was able to do it now i can do it like more regularly and even on command Mm. um but we're not on command necessarily i can't just be squirting like randomly but for example i was in a scene the other week i'm like do it now no (laughs) i was in a scene the other week for christmas Um, where I was a bimbo reindeer and my my top was Mrs. Claus Um, obviously yes I like a high concept as we are learning Um, oh my god going back to the Grinch um yeah I do Christmas I like to go crazy for Christmas I'm very Jewish but again but but I do like to go crazy on a concept and Christmas is a big concept holiday it is and she didn't warn me she was going to do this and she counted me down she was like, "Are you gonna squirt?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, I am." Um, well, you said something. Yeah, well, I was into it, so I was able to like. She counted me down, and I was able to do it. But yeah, I it was started with a lot of over overstimulation, drinking a lot of water, a lot of over- overstimulation. But now, and at least for it's different for everybody, obviously. Um, I find that a combination of clitoral and G spot stimulation does the best for me. But honestly. Even these days, I can squirt from anal, so I'm... Anal? Yes, anal squirting. Wow,
0: that's hot. Um, The idea of that sounds sexy, but that sounds crazy.
1: Yeah, it was... um, Yeah, and I just... I honestly... This is going to sound really sad to people who want to learn to squirt, but through sheer willpower, (laughs) I...
0: There's no hope for us, you guys. No,
1: no, you should drink a lot of water, and then I think... I'll just
0: piss.
1: (laughs) No, I will. Yeah, I mean, it kind of starts that way. Like, it's obviously mixed together a little bit, but... Yeah. No,
0: I would just be peeing and be like, well.
1: I love squirting. It's definitely a party trick of mine. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anal squirting? So you're just getting like fucked in the ass and you're squirting?
1: Yes, but only if I have clitoral stimulation as Mm. well. It's all about the combos.
0: Do you have ever had an anal orgasm just from anal? Uh huh.
1: Definitely. I've had that
0: from getting fingered in the butt, but never like Um, from anal.
1: I've become, I used to not be an anal queen, but I honestly have become an anal queen.
0: I'm not an anal queen.
1: Um, I've really started to enjoy it. Anal queens
0: are so brave and I believe you. Cause like, I love like when people play with my ass, like yeah. it feels fucking good, but it's so overstimulating something in my butt, like big. I'm like, no, it can be crazy. No, I'll feel like I'm going to shit.
1: It's a, uh, it's a whole
0: immediately. Well, so when you go to sex parties and stuff, are you like coming a bunch or is it more like you're getting off on like having sex and like being seen in voyeurism?
1: I am coming. I'm I'm God, I'm a comer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: come on, come all.
1: I I With plant gal. I be coming. Like when we made porn I came. Like yeah. I I I come.
0: <laughs> I, I don't relate to that. So
1: Um and I it's Part of why I think I have so much fun making my mm. porn because I do come in most of my porn, and I'm not gonna, I'm not the kind of person who's gonna say like in my porn like I'm gonna come if I'm not gonna come. Yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna like announce like I'm not gonna fully fake it like that. Yeah. Sometimes maybe I'm not fully coming in every video, but I'm having a good time. Yeah. But I'm never gonna be like, yeah, I'm coming when I'm not. Yeah. That's just not how I. If I film
0: alone and I say I'm gonna come, I'm coming. Yeah. Like just no, I'm coming. You see my asshole throb. I'm coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: You're a comer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a comer. Oh, there, there we go. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I come a lot during my porn for real and um, also at sex parties. It really depends, I guess, what who you're having sex with, right, and what the situation is because sometimes I'll be having sex with a stranger or sometimes I'll be having sex with a partner, right? Then those are very different experiences. But yes, yes. I go to the sex party and I will have sex and I will come.
0: Nice. Um, You're polyamorous, right? I am polyamorous, yes. Can you explain that dynamic within the workplace as well? Yes. Like, how do you navigate
1: that? Well, it's work, mm-hmm. right? And... I mean,
0: all relationships are.
1: No. Oh, you mean how I navigate... Right. I thought you meant, like, how I go to work Oh, no, I and, don't mean... Polyamorous. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. That's
0: like people saying bisexual people fuck everyone. Literally. No, okay, I okay. didn't mean it like that. Yeah. I promise. Oh, my God. I no. I was like, well,
1: we literally go to work because it's work. No, I um, meant,
0: like, because I know even like having a singular partner sometimes people feel a certain way about work do you do they know what you do normally is it yes. like a conversation that has to be had or
1: yes everybody first of all I'm not subtle as you have maybe learned mm-hmm. in the past couple minutes of us chatting I already um, knew that yeah you definitely I, I brought 500 outfits and then I scored it on you so <laughs> when we first met so um yeah it was um, very casual <laughs> we had a great time I love meeting people like that. and that's We'll get to that after, but that's literally what I love so much about this industry. Because mm-hmm. meeting people, like, we're having a great time. How yeah. fun is that? It
0: breaks the ice. Um, after, you're like, okay, we know each other. Exactly. We <laughs>
1: just we just explored each other's holes as besties. Like, are we besties now? We fist bump afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do tell everybody what I do. I'm not subtle. Everybody knows. Um, and I love a good shock value of saying, I make porn. I think it's so fun. Oh, I do too. Especially to if you say... can
0: tell someone's going to be like, <gasps>
1: yeah. Love. My favorite thing to say is I say I make farm-to-table porn. Farm-to-table mm. queer porn. That's my, like, tagline Ethically for produced. Yeah. Um, and I think that's fun. But, yeah, everybody in my relationships knows what I do. Usually work is not a problem. Um, it's even, you know, my ex-girlfriend. Shout out to my ex-girlfriend. Love her so much. We're besties. Um <laughs> That's so gay of you. Uh, it is very gay of me. And she's a polyamorous influencer. Um, look her up by Gabrielle Smith. Um, and she is awesome. <laughs> You're checking all the boxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love to plug my friends and favorite businesses. Um, we're best friends. And, like, work is great. You know, she is actually setting me up Oh my god, I don't wanna jinx it, but she set me up with King Noir and mm. he and I are gonna chat. Nice. Um and King, if you're listening, <laughs> I love you. I'm always
0: like shout-out, I like I like say like shout-out to the most random things and no <laughs> one ever's I'm like shout-out UFC and everyone's like the UFC's never gonna listen to
1: this. <laughs> like, hey, manifesting has to be delusional for it to work. It, yeah, anyway, she set me up. She knew she knows him and she set me up with him um, to chat for maybe doing a scene. Um, for work. So she's on my team. Like, um, how does it work with work? People are great. (laughs) They're Um, great. You know, you've never had
0: like an instance where someone's like, I can't do this.
1: I have, but never someone never like never someone polyamorous. Number one. Um,
0: I was wondering if it's more open. Yeah. I think,
1: I think people like, I think there's less because you're fucking other people anyway. Usually there's less uncomfortability with the idea of me fucking other people for work.
0: Mm. That makes because sense, we are, we are
1: like, learning. We already, first of all, we have polyamory. It's so many conversations, right? That's, the basis is communication. What,
0: what are some of the conversations that you normally have when starting a polyamorous? Like, a new relationship if you have a primary partner.
1: Sure. I don't have a primary partner right now. Single, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. <laughs> but I needed it. I needed space to take care of myself. I get that. Um, I think everyone
0: needs to know how to be single for yeah. a part of their life. Um, Codependency is rough
1: uh yeah and something we'll talk about I'll say I do porn I'll be like we don't always usually talk about other partners but I think it does come up it's I don't really have a checklist we just I go on a date and we talk about what we're looking for and because people talk about their lives and what they're doing you can get a sense we don't do like a these are my partners right but when you say like oh I was at my partner's house or whatever it comes up naturally in conversation mm. and you get clues as to like what their lifestyle is like yes um and then you know i think it really depends on sort of what kind of polyamory you practice right because there's and again i've learned this all from my ex-girlfriend so um she really taught me about polyamory there's hierarchical polyamory which is where which could be a nesting partner or a primary partner or perhaps a legally binding contract maybe Mm. right and that's your marriage yes um (laughs) Right, that would be your primary partner. And then there are different levels of hierarchy in that one. And then non hierarchical relationships is um, people call it that you don't ascend the relationship escalator, is what it's called.
0: What does um, that mean?
1: The relationship escalator is basically like going from the natural quote unquote course of dating that monogamous people might take, right? right. Dating, going steady, or boyfriend, girlfriend, or girlfriend, girlfriend, or whoever, whoever, marriage engagement, that, right, that's the relationship escalator. Yeah. Like, the natural progression of relationships. Yeah. And then a lot of people, especially that I know in polyamory, are non-hierarchical and relationship anarchists, which basically means that we are trying to have relationships that don't ascend that natural progression. Not, they just stay in the first stage? Not necessarily in the first stage, but they could be whatever you want them to be, mm, right? Yeah. For that example, me and my girlfriend, we were going steady. We were dating. And then we broke up and we're friends now yeah which is often called de-escalating like so you can like which is what i love about polyamory because i think it's not so hard there aren't so many hard and fast rules right you can i had a girlfriend and now i have a friend and honestly i think we're better off this way
0: that makes sense i you're braver
1: than me um
0: and I would throw so up and shit and So cry. there's
1: lots of different conversations. To no, be I had. I like
0: that's something I'm really fascinated about learning more about polyamory and not not because I am interested in doing it, but because I think the boundaries with communication, a lot of the times when they're good, they're amazing. Like they're amazing, and it's something that I think even monogamous people need to learn from.
1: I think definitely communication is like the biggest tenet of polyamory. Yeah, which is um hard, and it's great, but it's definitely hard. Because if yeah. you're not good at communicating your feelings, you're not going to be having successful polyamorous relationships. Mm. Um, which is something that it was definitely a huge learning curve for me, and I and yeah. you can't expect like people to just know. You know, you really have to advocate for yourself, which is definitely I think I've learned in the past. I've been doing polyamory for two years and porn for oh no since twenty nineteen
0: like almost four years almost
1: four years now, and the those two things really taught me to advocate for myself in a way that I like was not able to do before to speak on my feelings.
0: Oh, well, I think porn gives that to a lot of people. Yeah. Because like when I... to speak I, on my
1: boundaries, to speak on my you feelings. You get thrown in and yeah. you're
0: like, "Oh, okay, I'll do all these things." And then the only time you learn is when you're burned and you're like, "Fuck, okay, how can I move forward from this? How can I And and that's the same with most relationships, but I find in this line of work, it expedites it.
1: I mean, if you don't advocate for yourself in this line of work, then you're gonna get crushed like a bug. So
0: immediately. Um.
1: So I it was it was a big learning curve, especially when I started working with other people mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, same. Um. Which I, I love other people.
0: Like. No, me too. But it, just like anyone it, else you, in yes, the world, it's yeah. like you're gonna run into people of who course. are like. Just because we're in this line of work doesn't, doesn't mean it, it negates how people are in sure. general.
1: Of course. Um. But yeah, I. I do, I do like making solo content, but damn, part of why I love this job so much is because I love meeting people. Mm. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> I'm emo. Every time I hear
0: Pisces, I think of the sun. It's like, uh, I'm a Pisces. She's a Taurus. Because <laughs> I'm a Taurus. I always think of that.
1: Um,
0: but that is interesting because I like people, but I'm, it's, it depends on the person.
1: I mean, it definitely depends on the person. I, think I, I like to think I do a pretty good vibe check. Mm. Before I do a collab any time these days. What I, are your vibe checks? <laughs> yeah, I do a FaceTime. Mm, smart. Um, I force everybody to get on a FaceTime or a call with me before yeah. we do a collab so we can talk boundaries, concepts, testing, get to know each other a little bit. Yeah. Like, so we don't, I don't mind walking in cold and having sex with somebody. That's <laughs> fine with me um it just
0: it gets the jitters away to to com- like have a combo.
1: yes we have and it honestly a lot of time it makes it way better because we get to have a rapport right we get to have a back and forth we get to
0: like it's accountability basically we
1: have fun yeah and we get to know each other a little bit and also we get to make sure everything's squared with boundaries tests and stuff like that location logistics to make sure nothing goes awry it, it's it yeah. saved me a lot of like last minute Stress Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to start doing that.
0: Do you find are people in New York good with work, or do they show up when they say they're gonna work?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because that's so different than LA. I'm
1: having that problem right now.
0: Yeah, good luck. (laughs) And I mean that with love, like Um, good luck. I've just I what I've started doing is like, like not how when we you're like you were communicating with me, not like how we were like oh we're gonna move it to this day. I just expect if they are not texting me multiple times about multiple things, and even then they'll still cancel, that they're going to cancel. You know what I mean? Or they're going to – something's going to come up, or they're just not going to answer at all, and it's hard. Yeah, but, like, I in New like York, people, people didn't No, people
1: – I think people – that's a big West Coast, East Coast difference is, like, flakability. Um, <laughs> well,
0: I people here feel, like, entitled to flakability, I've learned. is like – they're like, well – I have a, I have a really busy life and I'm like so do all of us, you know. You can just say just say hey I can't do this. Yeah. Um, how long are you here for? Are you how many things are you supposed to shoot?
1: I am here until maybe the seventeenth. Oh, for a while. Yeah. Um. Yes, I've been.
0: You've been out here for a minute.
1: Yeah, and I was in Vegas for. Damn. A week.
0: Do you did. We'll go back to the shoot question. Do you think, I was wondering this for everyone that went to AVN. Do you think you got more subscribers from fans that were there?
1: Ooh, that's a hard one. I would say yes, if I had more time. I don't think I got as many as I wanted because I was sick for most Mm -hmm. of the days. But yeah, I definitely had handed out a lot of business cards. A lot of my QR code sticker. Yeah,
0: that's so cute. So smart. I I was telling you that I did that at the ship club and I think it's good. It's, I was actually talking about this on live this morning on TikTok is it's like, for some reason, this whole job relies on advertising yourself. But I don't know if you really, sometimes I feel cringy promoting myself. Like I'm like, fuck, this is so embarrassing. That's our whole job. That's our whole job. Like that's what ABN is. That's what all these things are is it's like, how can I promote myself to a different audience of people?
1: Yeah, I think... That's literally the whole job is yeah. how to promote myself. Yes, I feel cringy a lot of the time.
0: But cringey is free.
1: Cringe is... I am cringe, but I am free.
0: No, literally. I'm that um, cow meme.
1: Um, <laughs> I... Yeah, it's... um, I do feel cringy sometimes. Mostly, I used to feel a lot cringier. In fact, I've become... I've probably, to the outsider, become cringier recently. Talking about, like, my... Talking my shit on the internet. No. But I'm having way more fun, even mm. though I'm being kind of a menace on the internet. Yeah, so that's good.
0: See, I find none of the personal stuff cringy. I find thirst trapping cringy for me. I'm
1: I'm the opposite. I can do thirst trapping with a straight face and just do it. But, respect.
0: I respect that.
1: Um, but that, but talking about myself is what makes me embarrassed. It's just
0: vulnerability. Yeah,
1: it is vulnerability. And um, to me,
0: thirst trapping is vulnerable. It, it just depends is. on the person. Because um, I'm like, don't tell me you hate me when I'm trying to be hot. <laughs> you can tell me you hate me when I have an opinion. I can take that. But not just based on what I'm posting for sure. looks.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, no, they're definitely cringy. I I have been known to say, don't look at my TikTok.
0: Especially oh. because
1: I do like mostly thirst trapping on there. I want to do more vlogging, as we have discussed. Yes. Um, but I've been like, don't look at it. Well, my
0: least favorite thing is like people in my personal life. That they know what I do and they don't care what I do, but then they s- perceive me in a whore way, and I'm like, don't look at that.
1: Like my girlfriend's family,
0: like if I come up on their for you page, I'm like, don't look at
1: that. Oh my god, do you come up on your girlfriend's family for you page? Her sister. That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> she just, she's like, no, like,
0: please. I'm like, you know what I do, and they're so sweet, but I'm like, don't see me like this. No, yeah, that's weird. Uh- like don't, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't ever perceive me. Um, it's embarrassing. Well,
1: because I've been playing gal since high school, mm. I never went through and did a full clean of yep. my followers. So um, shout out to everybody from high school and college. I see <laughs> you on my Instagram watching my stories, and I know that you feel like you're watching the circus. And you know what? <laughs> I'm the sexiest clown of them all.
0: Honestly, I love it, though, when it's funny. The people you would, would think are a hater from high school like our supporters. Like yes. I have some random people who I haven't talked to in like eight years and they're like, love the content. And I'm like, you know what? Respect. Respect. No, that's kind
1: of nice. I, I actually don't feel bad about it at all. No, but I um, know
0: people think I'm fucking batshit. I know some people
1: do, but I'm sure some people think I'm really cool too. At least I'm going to hope that that's the truth. <laughs> well, you know,
0: like I think it's funny because when I see someone like living their life and like talking their shit and doing their thing and they're like influencing or whatever, I'm like, go off. But when I do it, I'm like, don't fucking look at me. It's so, it's, it's funny. I, I'm more like, um, sympathetic, empathetic. I don't know the word, towards other people. I'm like... Than
1: yourself. Yeah. I think everyone feels that way, or maybe... Uh, it depends. It really depends. I, too, have a problem with negative self-talk, and it's something that... It's one of my New Year's resolutions, actually. Me, too. To be less yeah. negative to myself. Well, it's
0: like, I would, again, like, I wouldn't talk to a fucking friend like that. Exactly.
1: I think of that all the time. I, I've been trying... That's the exact way that I've been trying to check myself, to be honest mm. with you. I've been when i get into like a negative rut and you know of course i was feeling very negative when i got covid from avn recently mm. um i was having some negative self-talk and then i was like you know what like you wouldn't first of all we can't moralize that yeah getting sick is just something that happens to people mm. i took a risk as well and i knew what wait, i was doing wait there's consequences yeah. you have to be nice i check myself and i'm like what would you say that to someone that you loved yeah you, you know? wouldn't normally. No, normally you would not say that to someone that you no. loved.
0: Or like if someone said that to you, you wouldn't want that.
1: You wouldn't want them in your life. Right. So why are you allowing yourself mm. to speak about yourself that way?
0: That's a. I feel like you know, like all the TikTok, fucking TikTok, about well, all of the like when people are like, stay-at-home girlfriend, and like, the, and like I see so many comments being like, this is so stupid, and I'm like, that person seems happy. That person seems happy. Like, you know they're just living their life. They, they get their rent paid for it and they're just chilling there. And, like, I see pe- people talk shit on so many people. But, like, if it was someone that was my friend that said that to me, I'd be like, you're not my friend anymore. Random people from the internet, sure. People talk shit because it's behind a screen and
1: they're pussies. But, like, I would never keep someone in my life that was like. People say so many things on the internet that they would not say Do you me. get a lot of hate comments? I don't. You know, I do. You know what? That's not true. I, I do. Um, I get some, some classic anti-Semitic hate on TikTok. What? Yes. Oh yeah. I've definitely gotten anti-Semitic hate on TikTok. What the fuck? Um, and then there's a lot of fat shaming. Classic. Mm. Um, I. Ooh, I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I, I will. I'm feeling vulnerable. We talked about vulnerability. We talked about sharing. I
0: love it. It's. I'm not judging, and you know that.
1: Um. No. Of course. I feel very comfortable with you. Oh, thank um, you. And with, all. Of you listen honestly
0: my listeners are so nice
1: no i was so excited to come on here because you know i see the girlies and the gays listening to the podcast i've listened to a couple episodes i was like thanks gotta come talk to hank (laughs) you know hank (laughs) (laughs) hank
0: (laughs) so fat shaming what were you gonna say yeah
1: i've i i started i started sex work in 2019 it is now 2023 i was 21 at the time
0: bodies fucking change now i'm 24
1: right right that's uh, and nobody talks about this like second puberty that occurs like literally or whatever like i like gained a bunch of weight during that time and pandemic, also the pa- i was literally. gonna say there's so
0: many other factors it doesn't matter there's no justification no, needed. no but of
1: course but like it's just true. it's whatever bodies change no justification needed bodies yeah. change and i've gotten a lot of comments about it um I hope that I soon feel excited to go back to the gym, mm. like, in terms of COVID stuff. Right. Or I can start working at home. I do want to keep moving. Like, it makes me feel good, obviously. First of all, our job
0: is, uh, we are moving. First of all. <laughs> like, I'm sweating. I but am working But I gained out. a lot
1: of weight in that time, and I got a lot of comments being like, oh, you're BBW now. And like, which is so silly, because number one, I gained like 30 pounds. So I was like, okay. <laughs> first of all, I'm mid-size, first of all, which is fine no hate to the bbws i just like and i can be a bbw but it's first of all it's so silly that's like too. when they
0: call like a size 10 plus size yes
1: literally it's like this is and the average size literally and also i hate that we class people like that and that's a whole other conversation to do with porn but you like, know like i the agree tags of like people how people are looking well, and, like and the race fetishization stuff. yeah and um i
0: agree 100 that's so a whole.
1: it's a whole convo but Yeah, I've gotten a lot of comments being like, oh, you're BBW now. And they're not negative. They're just these silly men who are, like, saying that. They're not even hate. They're just like, oh, you gained weight. I'm Mm -hmm. like, yes, and? (laughs) I just
0: don't like comments. I like body neutrality. I'm like, why do you need to comment on that? If you like my porn, you like it because you like me. It's not You're already
1: viewing it. I just don't want to hear about it.
0: I, I don't think it's necessary. And, like, that's, like, people will be, like, they'll comment on people's weight. Like, if people lose a lot of weight, that doesn't mean that they're healthy. Yeah i know for me in particular if i'm really skinny i am anxious and sad yeah like that is how it always has been so like commenting on someone in any situation like that is fucking stupid right
1: i agree i mean part of the reason Ooh, let's get so vulnerable during that time i got really depressed there was a pandemic i was having trouble eating like we were all having a time yeah and now i'm able to feed myself which is awesome so i gained some weight and like
0: which is amazing
1: just leave me alone
0: No, stop commenting on people's bodies it's just unnecessary
1: 23 please stop commenting on people's you bodies. you would
0: think by now people you would be realize like, that you
1: look great i love a. I love a, you're so beautiful exactly i, I love, love your
0: content like yeah, give me easy. a general compliment yeah. that you genuinely mean and exactly. that means way more than like your body's so this or your but bo- yeah. it's like so i'm just my body to you i'm just another hole on the internet great <laughs> great just a hole i mean like i can be chalked up to that but like at the end of the day it does, you don't know what someone's going through when you're commenting about their bodies. It's true. And also, like, it, with the internet, people feel so removed, and yet, if you're putting a comment on someone's video, I don't see every comment. I see a lot of them. I'm sure. A lot of them. So it's like, what made you think I wouldn't read that yeah. and get my feelings hurt? Yeah. Is that your fucking goal? Some people love a shock value, but it's unnecessary, because it you don't know what someone's going to do after that. You don't... Listen, I'd rather eat more and feel better than be underweight and unhappy
1: agreed um but yeah we should stop commenting on people's bodies and treat other people like you would treat a friend
0: it's so annoying that i feel there's like a responsibility that comes with sex work and like almost teaching people behavior sometimes like in the smallest way of someone being like what's your birth name i'm like okay let me explain why this is bad for safety or where do you live okay let me also explain like can you do this type of and i'm like i'm not your teacher i am not your teacher no one deserves to be teaching anything it's not that is not what do your own fucking education go read a book yeah like go step outside but it's the phone like you pick up your phone and you're like that's not happening to me yeah people are so fucking rude
1: the teacher and the therapist oh both we're doing, we're wearing a lot of hats in this industry. I'm swapping the hats quickly. And then the whore and the whole. Yes, teacher, therapist, whole. Girl boss,
0: girl boss, <laughs>
1: <laughs> tax accountant.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: God. I, I love to ironically say the word girl boss. No. Maybe, maybe not ironically, I'm girl boss. Oh, I'm
0: girl. That's what my girlfriend would be like, you're girl bossing today. And I'm like, my roommate, yeah.
1: shout out to my roommate, love her so much. <laughs> shout out roommates. <laughs> she, she said to me one day, she texted me, and she texted me like a different order that I should do my to do list because she had seen me making my to do list. And then she said to me, "I'm watching your movements so I can help you, girl boss, more <laughs> effectively."
0: To do lists are girl boss cheat code. They are when I, when I have a to do list, I'm getting shit done.
1: Um yeah, girl bossery. It just I actually have a T-shirt. I had to buy it. I had to buy it. I had to buy it. I saw it in the store. It was like very classic tacky. It was, it was rhinestoned, iconic and it said girl boss and it had like a high heel wearing with like the ankle was like wearing a watch. Like oh, it was I like, I love it. You would I love, love this shirt. This I shirt is you it. or for sure. Oh my God. I think I got rid of it. I should have just sent it to you. You Fuck. would have loved it. I would have loved, I love shit like that. Um, and it was like real, I think I got rid of it because it had like gems that like stuck out. Oh, like you were like, were hating your arm and shit. I was just like, so I was like, I'm done with these gems. <laughs>
0: But I had
1: to, I had to buy it because it was a bedazzled girl boss t-shirt. I think
0: unironically girl boss is not even gendered. Like I'm no, yes. Anyone can be a girl boss. Anyone can be a girl boss. (laughs) I'm girl bossing. I'm girl bossing. Always. Honestly, it's like thinking about how many hats we wear. It's like, I can't even sum up my job description besides girl bossing.
1: It was just, yes. Girl bossing is an excellent way to describe it because it encompasses everything. Oh, (gasps) Oh my God, I'm about to be really shady. Okay. I just thought of something amazing. Are you so, ready? Yeah. Okay. When I broke up with my ex. no. <laughs> going scissor on your ass. <laughs> I should kill my ex. Um, when I broke up with my ex, they said to me, and you, me and my friends, are just going to girl boss into the sunset. <laughs> I'm dead serious. They said that to me was that a disc? yes I think it was <gasps> oh my god and you know what I want that on a fucking t-shirt
0: honestly that's Girl like motivating this.
1: I want like an affirmation you know the affirmations
0: <laughs> yes. the account affirmations yes
1: um, with three F's in case you guys are looking for it. Um. It's so good. It's very good. It, that, that's exactly my type of humor. Yeah, same. That and, like, deep fried memes. I know. No, but I
0: also, when I see the affirmations, I'm like, claim.
1: No, I'm claiming. I'm like, like, save, If you comment, guys ever claim. wondered what my close friend's story is like, um, I'll put you on there because it's mostly just affirmations every single day.
0: I'm gonna comment, claim. A lot
1: of them are just girl bossery as well.
0: I hate, it's like, nowadays, like, the spirituality is like, old chainmail. Like, they're like interact three times to claim and i'm like (laughs) i'm falling for it every time (laughs) i'm commenting sharing liking i'm doing all the things okay please i claim i will have a good year i I will have a good day i claim it's friday the 13th right now is it really how spooky i love friday the 13th i think it's fun
1: it is fun are you going do anything
0: no i want to get like a tattoo but
1: Mm, flash yeah like a friday the 13th yeah but
0: i don't know what it's hard to find things like that in la Like places, like walk-ins, I don't know that many. That There's sense. maybe one nearby me, but I don't know.
1: Do you have a lot of tattoos? I don't remember. I have no tattoos you at all. You have none?
0: Yeah. Do you ever want to get a tattoo?
1: I have... I don't. I respect that. Um, you know, it's... It's just not something that's ever interested in me. I never started, I feel like. I feel like if I had started, then I would have been if into it. you get it. one, it's over. Right, but I never started. Also, it's like something... I will make porn, but I won't get a tattoo because my parents would be upset, um... Jewish like, thing. Yeah. And also, just, I don't know. I'm, my dad I'm a good hates, girl at heart, to be honest.
0: I respect that. My dad hates tattoos, too, but they've yeah. given up.
1: I don't know. I just never really started. I have my eyebrows tattooed. That counts. Um, you have one tattoo. I have one tattoo. Yeah.
0: Did it hurt to get your eyebrows?
1: No, they, they, um, they numb you. Is it like the when they weird, cut you? Yeah. It's a weird sensation because it's like, Scraping. Hmm. does that make sense oh yeah it's very gross. I didn't like that
0: visual in my head but I just <laughs> sorry think-
1: <laughs> um but I love how they look they're really cute no they look good they look very natural um I really like microblading um
0: I want to get laser hair removal that's on my fucking year goal but I love body hair I just can't grow I mean I want a bush I want a bush like a salt I can't grow it it's so pathetic over here. I started shaving too early in my life for dance.
1: Oh. And so it's
0: patchy yeah. and ugly. And like I, when you shave, do you get itchy?
1: I don't shave at all because. Respect. I I do shave. I shave like, I do like a.
0: Like an under shave?
1: Yeah, I do like a reverse mullet. Like. Mm, cute. Party in the front, business in the back. Yeah. Um. So, also I have to keep the bush because it's red. In case anyone's wondering, that is <laughs> so true. So the carpet's <laughs> red. You probably get those comments I get, all the time. Yeah, I make a lot of TikToks about that because
0: people no, are valid. always
1: asking me. And those those ones do really well because yeah. people love. it. You gotta to know your audience. Yeah. Um, no, if
0: I could grow a bush, I would never shave.
1: Yeah, I do like the reverse mullet, and then so I keep it on the top. Um, I get
0: I get itchy when I don't shave. When I shave, I feel free. It's such a I hate it. I'm cursed with the fucking pathetic cubes Yeah. They never grew in fully like I didn't give them a chance and now it's like oh I think bushes are so sexy like the bush is back. The bush is before it was back I always thought it was like peak to me. It doesn't have to be feminine But in my head, I thought you were like peak femininity Like I was like you are a woman
1: to have the bush to
0: have body hair in general Like I I love my body hair. I when my girlfriend shaves, it's a betrayal. I tell her that I'm hurt I'm physically hurt inside. I'm throwing up and shaking and
1: crying. That's what I get. I feel that's what I get the most hate comments on maybe. With it's my armpit hair. Oh, really? Yes. So fucking weird. It's very random. I feel that that's the most hate comments I get. People get really upset when I raise my arms above my head on TikTok. Do it more. I know. I'm definitely going to do <laughs> um, it such a random thing. I've been growing. I think I haven't shaved my armpit hair. I was thinking about it the other day since. Oh, my God. Like, a lo- like seven, maybe, years. Like, a long time. I love that. And, so, and it's really funny. And people get really, men get really. I was gonna say. People, no. Men get really mad about it. Yeah. It's kind of funny. And it I've had like, photographers edit it out as well. What? Yes. Oh, my God. A couple. I had to really, I made a bunch of mad stories very early on in my modeling career. This was before I was doing, like, better negotiations with photographers and stuff. I was just doing some. Whatever. And I've had a bunch of photographers edit out my armpit hair. Why? Um, that's how I feel or when- Or my bush, which is very weird. They've edited them both. I was going to
0: say, that's how I feel when, you know when photographers like edit your body and you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, why did you just do that?
1: People are so weird. Um, yeah. So I've had them, I've noticed them. And, and honestly, the first time it happened, I didn't even notice until a, kind of a while after I even posted it. And someone was like, where's your armpit hair? Did you shave? And I was like, oh, <gasps> No. I didn't shave. Where is my armpit hair? And it was, it wasn't. Did you say something to them? Yeah, I did. What'd they say? I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. This must've been in like 2021. Um, I don't even remember. We had a falling out. Like Mm. he was not apologetic. Oh,
0: he was like, get rid of that shit. Yeah. He was like,
1: fuck your armpit hair. And I was like, if you don't want to shoot with me, then don't shoot with me.
0: Like I'm not changing Uh, for a singular photo shoot.
1: Yeah. Just like, don't shoot with me then if you're, if you don't like me.
0: How do you vet your photographers?
1: Um, I do, I'm actually thinking of doing a course on this, like a little seminar very soon. Um, You
0: should.
1: Just for vibes, like to do like, to talk about how I do collab setups. Yeah, I'm making a PDF right now for that. That's genius. And to talk about like how to vet photographers primarily. Yeah. Okay, here's what I do. I do a backwards talk. I go to their page and I, a backwards talk, and I go to, I message their models. Mm. And I do not tell them. I never tell them I'm doing this. Um, Like, how was your experience? Yes. Nice. And I do a couple. And if they don't have the models tagged, red flag. Mm. First red flag. Yep. Make sure that the models are tagged on their page. Unless they say, like, maybe they were deleted or whatever. And you can kind of tell because there'll be, like, a a dead tag there. Mm. But if there's, like, no mention of who it is, that's always a red flag to me. I agree. Um, And then I talk to the people who have modeled for them before. And then I... Try to have a call with them, too. It doesn't always work out, because especially photo shoots, it's not as involved. Like, we're not having sex, so I can usually (laughs) do it. Still,
0: though, there's some dynamic there. Yeah, but
1: we talk talk about, um, I mean, if they're paying me, I get their ID, Mm. usually. If they're not, if we're doing, like, trade for photos, I don't do it. Mm -hmm. But if anyone's paying me any money, I get their ID. Mm. Um, Smart.
0: A lot of people are very, like, apprehensive about that, though. Yeah. That's what I used to do to like vet clients.
1: Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, you don't need my ID. And I'd be like, Yeah, I kinda I do. do though, for my safety.
0: Yeah. Um And do you do like deposits or anything like that? Yeah,
1: when I when I am doing paid modeling, I do deposits usually. Um but mostly it's like vibes, I have to say. This vibes- is gonna sound check. really pretentious, but I have been checking people's vibes since twenty fourteen Tumblr. When I used to make friends on the internet and invite them to my house. Yes, I did. <laughs> Stop. And my mom knew where they were from, too. My mom has always been a real one. Um, she knew that I was making internet friends. Fuck. And she would, like, let them come to our house and sleep there.
0: Holy shit.
1: Um, so I've been checking people's vibes. And no one serial killed me when I was doing that. <laughs>
0: Knock on some fucking wood. Yeah.
1: So I feel like I get a pretty good sense of like how to suss people out. Yeah. But there's always definitely some red flags about photographers, like if they're talking about your body a bunch. Mm. Red flag. That's. Or like weird. you're so hot. Yes. If they're commenting on my appearance, unless they're saying something as we talked before, like I love your content. I love. So if they're giving you tangible stuff, totally fine.
0: Like your aesthetic. Your aesthetic. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Or even if they are like, oh, like I think you're hot, but like regular. I don't know. Like you, you can have tell. a good look. Yeah. Like, I think it would you look can, good on camera. Sure. Like, you can tell when people are being weird. Mm-hmm. Um. Another red flag is if they tell you that you're not allowed to bring a friend or if mm. you like are asking for location and stuff, like and they're, and they're not dodgy. being upfront about yep. that. Um Yeah. Yeah,
0: I agree with all of that. I'm actually weirdly more skeptical of photographers than shooting porn, which is not how it should be. Um because I'm like, are you gonna get off to these pictures? Because like Cinnamon and I have had some fucking weird experiences I'm like sorry that. About that. No, it was honestly like not enough checking. This was a long time ago too, obviously, like now I'm Boundary queen, but like
1: a boundary queen. I'm
0: boundary queen over here, and I I like it like that, but like we've had people be like fucking creeps, because you never know, especially nude pics. Yeah, like, that's really jerking hard off of, in the car. Oh
1: yeah, and especially if you're doing like, it depends. I mean, if you're paying somebody, hopefully they'll be professional. That's true, but.
0: I've had a lot of good experiences
1: if too. If they're paying you, or if you're doing TFP, which is trade for photo, mm. uh, which basically means that we both put in our time for free, right? And then, like, I get the photos, you get to post them with me, yeah. And, them, and that's what we, but we all win, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's how I do a lot of my shoots. I do a lot of building with photographers and stuff, yeah. and I shoot myself now though as well. Nice these days. Um,
0: another hat. Another <laughs> hat. You see what I mean? You do um, your makeup. You do shooting. Yeah, you do now i editing, I'm, um, posting.
1: Yeah, now I'm shooting myself. Um, but how do you deal with bruises in your pictures? You know what? I stopped doing kink.
0: <laughs> when I met you, had uh, so many bruises. I was like, holy shit!
1: I stopped doing it because people hated it. The um, bruises. Mm-hmm. And mm. it was unprofessional. Like I'm, I'm ready to be. I was having so much fun getting my ass beat like that, but it was not profesh.
0: Like, for the shooting. For shooting. Yeah. It, it's, like,
1: not okay for me to show up like that. Um, and, yeah. So, I just, like, have basically... I only do it now if I know I'm not going to be working for, like, the next week and a half to two weeks. Mm, to get rid of the bruises. To make sure that I have time to heal. And I like to go hard. So, yeah. You're not casual with it. Um, <laughs> I like to go kind of hard. So... Uh, so I need two weeks, damn, <laughs> or a week and a half. Well, God forbid I have, you know, God forbid I schedule a shoot early and there's like you can do Arnica and stuff, but you can't. Yeah, you
0: can't get, you can't like really make up over it either.
1: No, like so you can try, but yeah, it never looks. No, gets on
0: everything. It gets on
1: everything. Yeah. Um. So you just yeah, doing. I've put makeup on my butt too for sure. Mm. Um. But yeah, so I I just stopped doing it, <laughs> or not stop doing it, but I just like <laughs> save it. First, as, a treat. as a treat as a treat I can get my ass beat a girl boss deserves a little ass beat as a, a girl treat go, a girl boss deserves to be just an ass and whole as a treat <laughs> honestly it's how I relax my relaxing
0: is like like being in hibernation in my bed with my cat and you're over there like at a party getting whipped yeah two t- you know what and we're both girl bosses it's fine and
1: we are together maximizing our Slay. <laughs> two, two girl bosses in a room <laughs> I um, love it.
0: it. Well, before we end, cause I know you have to go, we need to take some TikToks and yeah. stuff. Do you have any, any stories or anything fun you would like to talk about?
1: Wow. Stories or anything fun? I would it's like so to general. I That's know. It's so general. Oh my God. I love, um, yeah, no, you know what I want to say to the hot people. I, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Open Shout letter. Shout out, hot people. <laughs> Open letter to the hot people. I love y'all. I love sex workers. Um, As I was saying before, part of the reason that I love to do this job and I'm feeling it right now, dude, is that I love to meet people Mm. and I love, like, sex workers are the coolest people in the world. I agree. Obviously, like, regular, like, I mean, there's some bad, I mean, there's bad people everywhere. There's, right? There's not, you know, also, you're not gonna get along with everybody. Not Mm -hmm. everyone's gonna be for you. But this is where I've made my best friends in Mm -hmm. the whole world. And I love, I love y'all. I love <laughs> porn.
0: Getting, I love happy. I'm mo- getting this sappy. <laughs> no, sometimes I feel that way. Like you ever take a shower at the right time of day and like you feel like you're in a movie because that happens to me when the sun's setting and I'm like, my life is a movie. Me this morning,
1: actually, when I'm yeah. showering for this. It's for like, whoa, well, this
0: is my life. And it like, I feel like when we're in it, we don't realize like a lot of people want the life we have. Yeah. And I forget to be grateful for it. I was it.
1: saying when I went to AVN, I um, brought my crush a snack um she was signing for jules jordan mm. and i brought her a snack because i thought oh my god i bet this bitch is gonna be hungry <laughs> so i brought her a baby bell cheese everyone loves a baby bell cheese an apple and a Lacroix <gasps> balanced little meal um, that's a
0: good snack um, you did good <laughs> i
1: thought so and then i met her on the floor of the convention i gave her, her a snack and we took a picture cute and i was like the hottest people in the world are here at this convention and i <laughs> I'm bringing them a snack.
0: <laughs> a little baby bell cheese.
1: <laughs> Everyone gets to share a bite of this cheese. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you know, there's obviously ups and downs to mm. what we do. So many ups and downs. Now.
0: I think with every profession. Sure.
1: And that's, you know, that's another thing we have to go. But we're not allowed to complain. We're not allowed to have bad days. So, well, because people
0: are harsher towards us. Exactly. We're judged. Um, we're scrutinized. And that's part of the
1: reason that our, because people are so harsh towards us, that's actually the reason our community is so great.
0: Mm, because you know i agree
1: we take care of each other
0: right it's it's basically like word of mouth you have to trust what someone says you have to be comfortable with what someone says because you know it's like us against the world Exactly sounds dramatic but that's kind of how it feels
1: yeah it is definitely how it feels so like
0: tell a random person that you're a porn star and see their reaction You'll know what we deal with them daily yeah. from 5,000 people. Yeah. Well, sometimes they're
1: excited, but it depends. depends. They're either too
0: excited. <laughs> yeah. I like a neutral. Like, oh, cool. Sure. I don't like a... Oh, my God. I could never do that. I'm like, then don't Uber fucking driver do, that do that
1: it. I made the other night. I've been telling... I've been, like, handing out my cards everywhere I've been going. Um, and then I ended up taking my boobs out in the car and I took a selfie. <laughs> Did they care? He was excited. He wasn't too excited. He was actually... I was feeling, I had felt that he was the regular, like, right amount of excited. So I decided, I was, like, taking a little selfie. And then I was, like, we were talking about me being porn. And I was, like, I'm going to take my boobs out in the back of your car. Like, is that okay? It was, I did not ask him if it was okay. I just said, I'm going to do it. He was, like, yeah, you should. Oh, my God. And I did. And I took a selfie. Respect.
0: Um, I'm so shy about shit like that. I can't. (laughs) I can't. I've never been one of those people who's, like, good at public stuff. I just can't do it. I'm so scared someone's gonna be like,
1: yeah, I'm, a bear. I'm like I can't. I yeah, can't. it really turns. Obviously, it's a toss up, and it's no, also obviously a toss up for my safety as well in that yeah. scenario. Like, don't tell them where you're going. No, I didn't. Um, yeah. But I felt your balance. vibe check. Yeah, I was I vibe check.
0: Just say vibe check. It says 2014. You need a shirt that says that. <laughs> well, I hope you have an amazing day. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I had so much fun. Bye.